Hello, welcome everybody to the Cross Point Church Scripture Podcast. It's your host, Pastor Josiah. So glad to be with you. Um, I'm guessing you guys would assume this, but even if you're not a part of Cross Point Church, I'm so glad you're listening. Glad you're here. And for those of uh, of you who are along for the journey here at Cross Point, man, thank you for making this podcast a part of your commitment to the daily habit of scripture reading. That's all we want to do. We're not looking to replace that or anything like that. We want to come alongside what God is doing in your life as you're committed to his word. And we just want to be a part of that. Shed some light on some practices. Look at, uh, you know, the context of scriptures together and things like that. So we don't provide all the Bible answers you will ever need, but we just hope to be a, a partner. And then also, man, we just hope to show, I hope to show how much, how enjoyable, really, how enjoyable the Bible can be. All right, before I get make a big long speech about that, let's just dive into our scripture. Today's pretty cool. We usually take a verse of the day, but today, man, we are going all-you-can-eat buffet here because we actually have um, three verses, okay? So Romans chapter 5. And uh, we're actually going to be going verses 3 through 5. All right, 3, 4, and 5, Romans chapter 5. Reading from the ESV, they read like this. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who's been given to us. All right. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance. I'm so glad we're doing these uh, verses here because um, this is a process. We start off at the beginning, and and these words from Paul, inspired by the Holy Spirit, are carrying us through these kind of steps to where we need to be. And that kind of thing was always so helpful to me in my Christian life because I think a real struggle in the Christian life is sitting there going, God loves me, he died for me, I'm a part of his church now, but what do I do? Like, what am I supposed to do? I feel like I should be better Christian than I am, but how do I get there and so on like this. And so these verses here go a long way towards answering that question, and they're verses that every disciple of Jesus Christ should be very familiar with. I'd go so far as to say um, those of us who are being discipled and discipling others should commit these verses to memory because they tell us the exact path we should be walking to get where we need to go. All right? So let's just take it uh, one step at a time here. First of all, a context thing comes up because we notice when we start with verse 3, it says, not only that. All right? Not only that. So that lets us know that we should read what comes above so we can kind of orient ourselves into where Paul is at. Otherwise, we're kind of entering into the middle of a conversation, which isn't always the end of the world, but you got to admit when it comes to the Bible, it's a pretty big risk to be taking. So not only that. So let's see what he was talking about in the first place by going up to verse 1. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith. Okay, so he's taking us here about how we became a Christian in the first place. It's about salvation here. Let's read it. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. There's our salvation. You guys see that? Our justification before God. We put our faith in Jesus Christ, and that that has wiped away our sins, which has given us peace with God, and this is through Jesus Christ. Through him we have also, okay, so I, I'm justified before God, have peace before God. Let's see what else we have. Verse 2. Through him we have also obtained access. Okay. I can get to God by faith 
it's still through my belief, no works that I'm doing, into this grace in which we stand. All right, my way into the good graces of God is obtained through faith in Jesus Christ, and I can stand in it. That's how I'm not to be knocked over. It's where my confidence comes from. And we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. All right. So there's a big foundation being built for my Christian life right now. Now, can you see, guys? I'm telling you. I just took the verse the day to day. I didn't cherry pick this. Doesn't this sound like something you need to have? It is to me. I'm thinking, man, I need to, re- I need to revisit this. I need to be quoting this to myself, man, maybe even on a daily basis. All right. So there's our foundation and our, re- and our rejoicing. And then verse 3, Paul pours it on. Not only that, okay, now we know why he's saying that, but we rejoice, not just in the hope of the glory of God, but also, and almost unbelievably, we rejoice in our sufferings. Now, hit the brakes. Got to be human. Got to admit, I don't naturally rejoice in my suffering. Okay, that's crazy talk. If not for what has gone before, the fact that I have access by faith and to grace, the fact that I have peace with God, those things have to be in place First, those have to be at least to some degree real to me, something that I actually understand and that's somewhat a part of my life. Otherwise, I got to part ways with Paul when it comes to verse three here. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings. No, not me. But since I do have an experience of the first two verses, since those things, peace with God, justification before God because of my faith in Jesus Christ who died for me, I do somewhat understand. I don't get it all, but I think I understand a little bit of what Paul's saying about rejoicing my sufferings. I've noticed that a lot of good times and victories in my life have not taught me much, have often left me disappointed, and and honestly, sometimes that I thought were great, I was riding high, were actually building in me some pretty bad habits during those times, which I have found it extremely difficult to shake. And I have begun to notice that during some real hard times, some sufferings, I learned some things and and developed some character that have really helped me and led me through some tough times. So I think that's what Paul's getting at. But let's keep reading to make sure. I just wanted to encourage you guys to make sure you be real about this. If you read or you hear on this program, verse 3, and you're like, man, I don't know about that, then be real about that. Don't just nod your head and keep going. All right, not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings. How come, Paul? Knowing that suffering produces endurance, okay? There's that word endurance, the ability to keep going, the ability to not quit, endurance. Well, is that good just because it's good? No, I don't think so. Endurance has helped me, you know, maintain a drug habit, (laughs) you know. I endured the hard times so I could stay with my substances. That's not good. Endurance is not necessarily good, but let's see. Rejoicing in our suffering, suffering produces endurance, okay? Why do I want endurance, Paul? Endurance produces character, all right? Endurance, the ability to put up with hard times and keep going becomes makes you who you are. Either you are a quitter who's not committed to something or you are someone who has endurance and you're able to stay committed to something. And if I stay committed, then I begin to experience hope. All right. I begin to see a light at the end of the tunnel. Not So I'm in the tunnel. I don't deny the tunnel. I don't love the tunnel, but I'm in the tunnel. And I start to realize that there's a light at the end of the tunnel because I kept walking because I didn't leave because I didn't sit down and start complaining about the tunnel and screaming, yelling about it and turning around and heading back. But what if my hope 
is not true. Like I see the light at the end of the tunnel, but what if it just lets out into another one? That's why Paul says in verse 5, and hope does not put us to shame. It's a good hope. It's a good light you're heading towards. How can I know that? Because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So this is such a road here for the Christian life. Now, of course, there's a lot of, I know not all questions are answered, and you could say, well, what about this? What about this? And I get that. But just in these few short verses, Paul has shown us that we get justified. We stop being an enemy of God. We stop being lost in our condemnation and sin. We get justified by Jesus' death on the cross for us. And because of that, we were able to rejoice in our sufferings because now we know that anything we suffer, anything that's aimed at us, God is able to use towards our ultimate good. It starts producing in us this endurance, and this endurance starts making us into the type of people who endure. And when you're the type of person who endures, it starts to focus your eyes and your future and your intent on hope. And we know that hope is good because the Holy Spirit. Now, if you, this isn't your experience, you could say, I, I have to get off here. I, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Well, I hope you will. I hope you'll come in through the door of faith in Jesus Christ and begin to have some a real-life experience of what it means to know that you have peace with God. Because down that road lies real-life experience of the Holy Spirit in your life helping you to comprehend and to experience the love of God. And that love of God, the fact that the love of God is an experience in my life, because it is, and I, and I hope it is in yours as well, I experience that love of God in various ways, and because of that I can know that my hope is not misplaced. There was a time in my life when I didn't experience the love of God. I, I experienced being alienated from God, being afraid of him, being angry at him, being suspicious of him, and trying to stay away from him and anything that reminded me of him, like the Bible, prayer, and church, and other Christians. And in my life, that has changed. I cried out to him for mercy and help. He has had mercy upon me. And in, and in turn, I love to be around things that remind me of God. I love to be around his people. I love to be in the word. I love to pray. Not because I suddenly became a good person, but because the love of God by the power of the Holy Spirit has become a real experience to me. All right, guys. Well, great verses here. Um, I hope they've helped us. Um Context-wise, we're out of time now, but you should keep going in, in chapter 5, some of the most important chapters in the Bible, Romans 5, 6, 7, 8. Uh, such beautiful stuff in there, hard stuff, deep stuff, you know, not all of it, but some of it, pretty deep diving, but uh, so essential, so important. So I just suggest you go back there and, and look into it, and hopefully um, Crosspoint Scripture Podcast will take us there sometime. But as I said, we're out of time for now. So glad to have spent these few minutes with you. God bless you guys. We'll see you next time.